host on Airbnb. Here is where I'll share my heart for hospitality as a short-term rental owner, along with how I started an Airbnb from scratch. Listen in each week as I tackle creative ways to turn a profit in our small town and turn my Southern Florida charm into guest-pleasing stays. Let's get started. Welcome to episode seven. Who is your ideal short-term rental Airbnb guest? Today, that is what we're talking about. You have done several things already, getting your place ready. We talked about furnishing, is your place right? Now we're gonna talk about who is your ideal guest? And that is actually who you should be getting your house ready for. Now you might not have any idea who your ideal guest is, and you just want a generic home that anyone can use, and you can certainly do well doing that. But a lot of times, if you can discover, and that might be through time as well, discovering who is coming to your place so that you can create that ideal guest That is who you are going to prepare your home for, who you're going to stock your home for, and who you're going to advertise your home to. So let's talk about a few things on what what kind of guests we have. Well, we always have young couples, right? Or just couples in general that are traveling together. They do a lot more traveling than bigger families, right? If you have a smaller place, a one bedroom, a bungalow, a cottage, all those types of things really are ideal for young couples, maybe even a very small new family. We also have friends, you know, friend get togethers. You got two girls traveling for a girl's trip or different things like that. So we want to start with the number of guests we can have in our home. That's going to get us started on finding our ideal guests. So our house space, how many bedrooms do we have? How many people can we sleep? And what are the some of the amenities that we might have in our home is all going to help us find who that is. Next, you want to think of your location. What is in your area that draws people to your area and what age group is that drawing? Are you a college town where you get college students, you get parents? big events you know a lot of times colleges have the big arenas where they hold concerts what kind of location do you have who is it drawing to that area obviously if you live in Orlando which we're north of Orlando we're drawing families coming in they're going to theme parks that's one thing we also have lots of events and concerts and different things that go on all throughout the state So the state of Florida really can accommodate all varieties of guests and a variety of different types of short-term rentals. So for us, we had the three bedroom, two bath, pool, kind of a biggish home. It's around 1,500 square feet for a vacation home, you know, budget-friendly vacation home. That's a pretty good size, two living areas. I knew families in general are gonna be coming here. Families are gonna be coming here to go to the beaches, to theme parks, to springs, all those different things. I knew in some way families were our ideal guest. Or do you have a really big place with some property? Could you market to large groups, family reunions, get togethers, uh, uh, company parties, company gatherings, 
something like that. Are you a low budget place? Are you a high end place? And are you middle of the road? All of these types of short-term rentals have a place in the market, but now we want to make sure that those people find your property. When you are putting in your listing and you're talking about the different qualities and amenities, your space, the location, all of those are going to be affected and the words that you choose when you are targeting your ideal guests. So I want to make sure I am family friendly. Uh, and words that I choose. We have plenty of space for the kids to play. We have games, toys, puzzles, pool, pool toys. You know, we have all these things for children. We also offer a high chair, a pack and play, lots of things parents might need for their children when they're traveling. I do have available upon request. Those are things I'm going to have front and center when families are looking to come and stay here at my place. If you are just catering to getaways, romantic getaways, those are the things you want to stress. Cozy, warm, romantic, all of those things. And in those amenities, you might have super comfy bed and fluffy towels, robes, a hot tub, a fire pit. All of those things might attract your romantic couples getaway. If you're catering to families, some of those things are of no interest (laughs) to families because it's just more of a pain and a bother. We have laundry. We have a washer and dryer. Hello, if you've got kids and you're traveling on vacation, it is woohoo, washer and dryer. You need that. We provide it. Those are things that are going to attract and make our place stand out that we have these things for families. I give recommendations on where to go. I give mileage and time and visiting the beaches, the different beaches, the parks, the attractions, all those things. I give you all that information so you can plan accordingly and how much time you're going to spend in the car with your kids. So who is your ideal guest? And in the beginning, I, I knew it was families, but it could be other people. I wasn't sure. My beginning thought was families. That's who I'm going to market to in the way that I present my listing, which is what I did. As we go along, I've learned there's different other kinds of people that come and stay at our place. And I make notes of that. Why did they choose our place other than somewhere else? Who are the, what are the age groups? What's the dynamic, the family dynamic? Uh, So we do generally have a lot of different types of families coming. What we have learned is a lot of people have family in this area. Who would have thought people would have known people <laughs> in our small town? We about half of our guests are coming here to see someone else. This is a perfect spot to land. It's a perfect spot in between all the attractions and they can visit family. Because of our property uh, that does lend itself as a gathering place, And we sort of have allowed that with many of our guests with prior approval. We've had families coming in for different purposes and have their friends and family come over to visit. We discuss that in advance. Everyone's been great. We kind of have a cap on the number of people we'll have here for the day. But this is a really, it's a place to gather, enjoy, and have fun. And that's what we want for families to experience. And if we can accommodate you, We will. We, of course, have rules in place 
and so far everyone has been wonderful. So that means I have some extra things in my place. I have a couple of fold up tables for serving food on the patio or outside. Uh, I have a little, you know, some extra things that people might need when you're having more people over. And then that goes back to our space, how many we sleep, how many we seat. So if you do have a place that lends itself as a gathering spot, that's my rule of six plus one or two. For me, it's six plus two. I wanna have seating for eight people in my main living areas and outside with extras. So I have folding camp chairs and things that I have accessible in a locked garage. So if our guests need that, it is available. They can request it in advance and I have it for them. I don't leave all that stuff around generally, but we will accommodate groups if they come to us in advance for that. So you might have something unusual like that, that your house ends up becoming. (laughs) I was listening to a podcast where they were interviewing this woman who you kind of the same idea really just wasn't planning on getting in started in short-term rental, uh, ended up getting a place that it, that had three separate units. And what was happening with her was she was getting a lot of bridal parties and staying in each of the units or renting the whole place. And she sort of fell into that niche of bridal parties, weddings, and that type of thing wasn't what she was seeking, but that's kind of what she fell into. So then she decided to figure out how she could capitalize on that by offering different things and catering to those events. So it's the same type of thing. If you see that your place is sort of attracting a a certain niche of people and you're good with that, then you can really cater to that and make your home available and accessible and add amenities that are going to help make that uh, event memorable for your guests. So all of these, again, we're creating our ideal guest in our head. Maybe you're going to do this prior to opening your doors to bookings and, and that might change along the way. So keep an open mind, see what comes, make notes, make notes of what people are using in your home, what they're not using. You might've thought this was some fabulous whatever amenity that you just had to have and actually it's gathering dust no one's using it those are things that are going to help you again narrow down your ideal guest and what would be good things to have in your short-term rental so for us we decided on families that's what we're going to do and we marketed our listings toward families that's what we started getting was inquiries on families our very first few guests were families Uh, multi-generational families is what ended up happening here for lots of our listings uh, for our guests. Then we've had a few that came here really for events and they they didn't hurt our place, but we probably wouldn't have them back just because of, you know, the way they kind of treated the place wasn't bad and anything bad happened, but we're just making notes on who those people are. We had young families coming to see the sites and go to the springs, but they also had family in the area who could come over here and hang out by the pool for the day. And that tended to be what was happening. Now we know people are coming here to visit. We had people over the holidays who came, uh, she came to see her grandmother and her aunt. And so they could gather here as a family. It was a comfortable place for everyone to be, extended family, and that worked out well for them. All those different things are making us think, okay, well, 
people really want to bring people over how are we going to set up rules for that which is what we started to do we had a cap on how many you could have in a day we are on well and septic we're on a septic system so you never know how that's going to go so we have a limit on the number of people we'll allow during the day but we totally want people to enjoy each other and make memories and we're so happy to have a place they can gather and do that so as you create your ideal guest what's going to happen is your very first guest going to be your ideal guest wouldn't that be wonderful if you created that plan and your first guest was your ideal guest that you created in your mind? I have no idea if it's going to work out for you that way, but that's what happened for us, which was such a great way to start. Our very first guests were multi-generational and coming to stay here as a landing place. And I'm going to talk about them in my next episode, my very first guests and what that experience was. And I prepared for that and the ages of the children coming and how they were going to use the space. And I, I prepared the home for that. And what their experience was very welcoming, very homey. They had what they needed and they were surprised that we had all that we did, that they didn't have to go out and buy all these different things and staying here. Our first guests were here for two weeks, actually. So all of those, you know, we take into consideration that was, that was a long time. Two weeks for our first guest was a long time. Our second ones were here for a week. And so then that makes us think, okay, well, maybe we're not going to be a long weekend place. We're more longer stays, which is wonderful with a short-term rental. Cause that means less wear and tear, generally less cleaning, less headaches, you would hope. <laughs> so I want you to make your list on who is your ideal guest? You're going to start with your home, bungalow, cottage, big house, little house. What is your space? What will your space accommodate? What kinds of things do you offer in that space? Is it age specific? Do you have specific things for children or do you have things that your home probably isn't suited for children? And if it's not suited for children, put that in your listing. If you make that known ahead of time, it'll save you on having to uh, refuse bookings or cancel bookings or headaches where you're worried something's going to happen. Some people have very fancy things in their home that are built in to their home. Maybe you have water features, mirrored walls. Maybe you have a staircase that's open, you know, with the open railings. We definitely don't want children on those because they can they can fall. And some of those are architectural details that really limit the age of children you want in your home. Maybe there's some amenities or things you offer the area uh, that's just not suitable for children. And that's okay, but you just need to know you're, you're limiting your market, but you're going to gear it down to that niche of people and go for that group and do well. And maybe you have a fantastic space that is just beckoning for children <laughs> to come and play and do all those things. You definitely want to market that. There's a lot of big families out there that need space. And sometimes it's hard to find a space that can accommodate everyone if they're doing a family vacation or a family reunion or where they're coming from different areas and descending on one spot. Those are wonderful properties and can be unique and can offer a lot of things that your average home can't do. So all those can be pluses when you're getting your short-term rental together. So today we just talked real quick about who is your ideal guest. 
and try to create that ahead of time as you're making your listing so that your ideal guest sees that that is their ideal short-term rental that they want to get. And just remember to make notes as time goes by as you have guests who is actually coming. What are they doing here? Why are they coming? What is attracting them to the area? Uh, are, is there another niche you can get into that you can add to your ideal guest? And look at different things going on in your area that attracts different age groups. What's the main age group coming to your area? So there's different ways to market to those people, different platforms that cater to different age groups and things like that. All of those are to keep in mind. And uh, families, let's take, for example, a very unique situation. Maybe we'll talk about this in amenities, but places like Brevard, North Carolina, we've talked about that. That is a biking mecca for a season of the year. And a lot of people are creating short-term rentals specifically for bikers. We'll talk about the amenities that they might add. So that, you know, that North Carolina area, you might have several ideal guests in different seasons. So think about that. You might have several ideal guests in each season. So you might have a fall season that's family oriented, uh, coming to see fall colors. You might have a summer, spring, summer season that's young people traveling for biking and hiking and all these great things that go on in your area. So you might change your amenities and things that you offer for the season. So that's a great thing to think about. Your place, especially if you have different seasons and different age groups coming in at different times of the year. So that's a wonderful thing to think about as you're preparing your short-term rental, dreaming about it or just getting started, or maybe you just need a little oomph because you've been doing it a while and need to get excited about it again. Uh, Creating your ideal guest in your mind and on paper and inside your short-term rental is a fun thing to work towards and it might change over time. Thank you for joining us today. Next time we're going to talk about amenities. No, actually, we're going to talk about my very first guests and that experience, share a little experience story with you. Thank you again. And as always, until next time, enjoy your stay. Are you wondering what draws people to our sleepy little town north of Orlando? Subscribe to Enjoy Your Stay on your favorite app to find out. Tune in to hear my business tips, guest experiences, and along the way I'll showcase the wonders of Florida that make it the natural choice for your next vacation.